Hello folks, Mike Bradley here from the North Riverside Library. On this week's special Thanksgiving episode of the Tech Team Podcast, I'm sitting down with Marla and Sarah to talk about all the tech that we relied on to get us through this year. I'm always curious to hear what apps and devices that other people use to get things done, so this is sure to be a fun conversation. Come on in and join us. The tech that we were thankful for in 2020. We've been looking forward to this one for a little while. This is kind of a tribute to one of my favorite websites, the wonderful usesthis.com. Hey, did you guys uh, have a chance to take a look at that? Oh, yeah. Pretty good. I love that site. I could just read. I wish they had a new post up like every day because I just eat that stuff up. But it's just uh, it's a great website where people talk about uh, the tech they use, the hardware, the software, what they use to like do their jobs and their manage their personal lives and all of that. And it's I just love seeing how how people work and what they use. So we thought we would do a little spin on that as we come up on the Thanksgiving season. Talk about the things that help us get things done. I guess uh, it's okay if I go first. Oh yeah, sure. All right. We're going to split these up into hardware and software sections, a.k.a. devices and apps. So I'll just do a little rundown of the devices that I use. <clears throat> so <laughs> my number one computer these days is this, guys, this is the super cheapest laptop that, that I've ever had. It's actually, it's an Asus. It's called an Asus VivoBook, which sounds like it would be something fancy, but it is not. I got this computer. This is a laptop I got on sale at the Micro Center for, I think it was 150 bucks. And um, they were like persuading me not to buy it. <laughs> so, anyway, great salesmanship at the Micro Center. They were just like, you don't want that. And I was like, yes, I do. Just tell it to me. And they're like, you're not going to be happy. And I'm like, I know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> so uh, it came with Windows, but I immediately took that off. I tried out a bunch of Linux distros as you know I like to do. But in the end, I use it now basically as a Chromebook. I'll talk about that a little bit later when I get to the software part. But um, yeah, I have this super cheap Asus laptop. I have it hooked up to a second monitor and like a, a cheapo uh, knockoff keyboard that I got off of Amazon. Um, but it gets the job done. Uh, I would not recommend that you use setup like this, uh, but having to do a lot of working from home during the whole pandemic situation, uh, and my wife has to use the, uh, the quote-unquote good computer in the house. We have like a, a pretty decent HP with Windows 10, but she needs that for her job. And since I can do a lot more of my things just on the web, uh, I can get by with this cheapo laptop. Uh, so that's my main computer. My main phone, I use an Android phone from Xiaomi. This one is the Redmi 9, which is pretty solid. This is another one that I got on a sale. It was like, I think it was around 179 or something like that, from down from like 200 or 250. It's a solid middle to lower end phone, but... It's got, it's got enough spec for me. You've got your four gig RAM, got 
uh, Android 10. I'm hoping that they'll roll out an Android 11 update, but <clears throat> you never know with Android phones if you're going to get that. But uh, it's nice. I, I I probably will try to upgrade from that within the next year because there's some things that it doesn't do great. It seems to be kind of um, not so good on Bluetooth. It's like one of those where I have to be like perfectly, the phone has to be perfectly positioned to keep its connection. But um, otherwise, I like it. I like Android. I also use um, a Chromebook a lot. I still have uh, a Toshiba Chromebook 2 from 2015. I like it. Uh, it's still like just as fast as the as when I got it, which is um, which is a great selling point for Chromebooks. It gets all the updates. I think it's supported for like two more years. Uh, it's not bad for what I do. Uh, let's see for sh for uh, streaming movies. I use a Roku. I think it's the three, but it might still be the Roku two. Uh, which is something that I need to upgrade because it seems like I have to restart it frequently. And um, I have a feeling that a lot of the streaming apps on it are old versions, but it's still getting the job done. And I like that it's um, that Roku is uh, not tied to any specific uh, platform that you can get almost everything on it, except for HBO Max. Not that I really want that anyway. And those are the main pieces of hardware that I use, um, but I also rely on a lot of <laughs> a lot of cheap Bluetooth headphones and Bluetooth earpieces, so I can look like a uh, like a businessman from like 15 years ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> I highly recommend, even though I know you, it it looks dorky as all hell, but the Bluetooth earpiece is great for walking outside and listening to listening to podcasts um, where you only have it in the one ear so you keep the other ear free to hear traffic and uh, you know other things like that for safety and you know it's a super lightweight thing to uh, to, to have on your ear so I think uh, Bluetooth earpieces are dorky but underrated and I think as far as hardware goes that is about it I would say that the overall theme of my various setups is um, what can I get that works as cheaply as possible <laughs> and or free hand-me-down <laughs> stuff. I, I, like, I like the idea of not upgrading so often and trying to keep, you know, hang on to your devices and use them as long as they're functional for, you know, um, environmental reasons and all of that. So um, I guess I could say that I do it for that, but really it's probably because I'm just cheap. <laughs> yeah, for being such a tech guy, Mike, I'm, I'm pretty shocked at that list. I'm kind of impressed well, at how frugal and practical it is. Oh, I just, there are certain things, you know, with, with technology these days, it's almost become, it's become one of those things where we rely on it, but it's in the background. It's something we just expect to be there and expect to work, and we don't really think about it that much until something doesn't work. And with things like that, it's almost like it's almost like buying, you know, socks or you know something like that. It's like you need them, <laughs> you rely on them, but it's not fun to spend money on, <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> like I'm going to wear out all of my socks before I break down and buy some more. And that's kind of, I guess, the same approach that I have here, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. You've got like a more utilitarian relationship with technology than rather than like viewing it as a luxury or status symbol sort of thing that like most people do. Yeah, that's one way to think of it. Or again, it could just be that I'm very tight fisted. <laughs> Those are my uh, devices, but it's more fun, I think, to talk about the software, the apps and programs that I use. So like I said before, on this cheapo laptop that I have, um, I'm sure it would be a very bad time if I tried to run Windows 10 on here because it is super slow. But what I'm using, I have basically turned it into a Chromebook. There's a great operating system called Cloud Ready, uh, which comes from a company called um, Neverware. And what they do is they make special builds of um, the Chromium operating system, which is the open source version of the Chrome operating system that you get on Chromebooks. And they make these available for free and low cost to download, um, mainly for uh, so like if you um, have a, a school that has a bunch of old computers, but this maybe you don't have it in the budget to replace them. This is a way you can you can use cloud ready to turn those old computers uh, into into Chromebooks and it works really, really well. Um, you can't tell that this is uh, a really low power laptop. It, it, it runs very nice and fast. You can sign into your, your Google apps and everything. You can do everything that you can do on a regular Chromebook. Uh, and I like it a lot. Uh, I, I think it's, it's something you might want to try if you have like an old laptop that you're like, man, I got to get rid of this thing. But see if there's a little life left in it. Give it a try. It's free to download and it, and it takes like uh, no special skills to get it going. Uh, it's like one download that you, you need a, you need a Windows computer to, um, to download the file and run it, but it takes care of the rest. It's just a simple file that you download and then and then run it, and it'll make a USB stick for you that you can use to reboot your, you know, your old laptop and install a new operating system on it. And it's great. It'll just take you like 20 minutes, and you'd be amazed. And it works for me because I use as much as I get away from this, I can't seem to ever do it. I use a ton of Google Apps in my workflow, so I can get like 90% of what I need done just using Chrome. So, you know, like everybody else, I use Gmail all day long, Google Calendar, Google Docs, Maps. Um, I use the note-taking app that Google makes called Keep. Um, and I just like that I, I can sign from anywhere. It's all in sync. Um, I don't like vendor lock-in, and I would like to get out of these so-called walled gardens, but, man, their stuff works pretty well. <laughs> they make it so easy. So. Yeah, Google Apps all day long. Um, at work, um, for the library business, I use Excel at work like all the time. If you ever come in the library and you see me staring at a computer screen, it's probably got Excel up there. Uh, working in the library, we make a lot of reports for you know what is circulating, um, things like that. 
and you need Excel to help you make sense of that. So I use Excel all the time. I am pretty handy with, uh, with Excel, except that would it, would it be shameful if I admitted that like, I, I don't really know anything about formulas and all of the calculating functions of Excel, uh, but I, I'm great at moving columns around and organizing things. Does that mean I, can I put that on my resume anyway? Yeah, you can do it. I mean, you're fucked <laughs> with a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Do a lot of uh, Googling for when you need something. Um, yeah. Excel all day, every day. Um, there's a, a great audio editing program called Audacity that I use for editing this podcast. And uh, the to-do list app, you got to have a to-do list app, but I use one called Todoist. Uh, which is my favorite. I've tried many, many to-do list apps, and I keep coming back to Todoist uh, because it's the one that works best for me. I think it works great if you have like semi-regular reoccurring tasks that you need to do. So with Todoist, I can do things like, like say, every other Wednesday, I need to run a report for new loss items at the library or something like that. So, or I can say like, um, on the first Monday of every month, I need to do this. And I can just, you can just type it in there like that and it will make sense of it. Um, I think it's a, it's really great, super simple to-do list app and it handles recurring tasks better than anything I've seen. Hey, Marilla, um, I believe you tried it out recently too. What did you think of it? Um, I did, and it's actually an honorary mention in my software because it is always up. I think it's my fourth day. I started it, what, Thursday? So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Wow, so it's been six days already. Um, it has been in my browser every day since then. Um, it never leaves. It's always an open tab, um, and I'm constantly going back to it. I kind of love it, um, and it's helping out a lot. So thank you for showing me this. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I, yeah, I, I do think it, it works very well. It, it's very helpful because I will forget. If I don't put it in there, I will forget to do it. Um, and then, uh, let's see, what do I use on my phone? I try to minimize my phone use, but I do have a handful of apps that I go to pretty regularly. Um, uh, WhatsApp, I really like WhatsApp for messaging. Um, Particularly, that's the main one that I use uh, for talking back and forth with my wife. Uh, we have two groups on WhatsApp <laughs> just between me and her. One is for, like, just actual texting, and the other one is for, like, memes and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> to keep them separated. Uh, but, you know, WhatsApp is pretty good. I think that might be the my favorite thing that comes from the Facebook empire is uh, WhatsApp. I use Feedbin as my RSS reader, and not to go off on a tangent here, but if you guys don't use an RSS reader, you should do it. It's the best way to get your internet content. Um, do either of you use an RSS reader ever? Nope. No, not yet. <laughs> oh, you've got to give it a try. How do you get your news then? Um, Facebook. The <laughs> oh, no. That's the wrong answer, Marla. Don't get your don't get your news from one of these algorithm-driven feeds that are gonna monetize your time and attention. Get yourself an RSS reader. It's the best. You just you just put in all the all the websites that you want to get the the news from, 
and then it will just serve you those in like a little inbox. You can see everything new that gets published. You can go through them each day. You can just read the headlines or you can click on them, read the whole article. And then when you get done, you click the little button that says mark as read and then they disappear and you're done and you know that you're done and you haven't missed anything. And it's great. There's, and there's an end, you know, you definitely know this is how many stories there were today. And I've gone through and I've checked them and I'm done and I don't have to go look again. There's no endless feed, none of that terribleness. Um, so do you select right, topics that you're interested in? Well, you don't even select topics. You put the actual sites in there. So, oh, you know, I'll put okay. like, uh, you know, theverge.com and then it will show me every everything that they publish. So it kind of looks like almost like an email inbox. So you'll just have like a, a column on one side and it'll show all the sites that you are subscribed to and how many um, articles there are. And then you can just knock them out. And I mean, I can get done with the whole day's news in like 20 minutes and then I can just come back the next day and I know I won't miss anything because it's going to catch everything that was published. And um, it's, it's really great. It's a much more peaceful way to do it. And I really like Feedbin is my favorite one. I've tried a bunch of them over the years. Um, Feedbin is great. It is a paid one. You have to pay $5 a month for it, but um, it is, it works so good. And what I like about it is you, is you don't, it doesn't just take websites. You can put almost anything in Feedbin. You can put like, if there's somebody you want to keep up with on Twitter, but you don't want to actually visit Twitter because Twitter is terrible and gross. Um, <laughs> you can just put, that person's Twitter feed in, in there when it will show you all of the, their tweets. You can put YouTube channels, you can, put, uh, you can even put email newsletter subscriptions. So instead of them going to your email, they'll come into your, um, your feed bin. So it's really like, I can put anything that I want to read online into this. And I just have to visit that one website. And it's great. If even actually does not have an app for Android, they do have one for um, iOS. But it doesn't matter to me because the mobile version of the mobile website works exactly like an app. It's like the best mobile web app that I've seen. So I don't even miss not having an actual app. So shout out Feedbin. Check it out. I love it. I've been using it for like a, a year now. It's, it's great. Um, so the app that I probably use more than anything else is my podcast app, Pocket Casts, which is my favorite for like several years it's great it's free it gives you all of the features for free um but there's a couple of bonus things you can get if you um if you have like the pro subscription which is super cheap it's like a dollar a month and um i do pay that because um uh it gives you like i don't know like a maybe a couple extra themes and colors but otherwise the free one is totally fine it has everything else uh, there's no ads in it. It's great. And it's owned by um, NPR. So I kind of feel like my dollar a month is like a donation that I make to NPR. So um, I recommend it. Pocket Cast is great. I use Spotify for music, but I'm not thrilled about it. I probably mentioned this before. I don't really like Spotify, but I like it, I guess, better than the other one. And because I can just get the, there's like a plan for, um, for couples so like my wife and i have uh what is it called spotify duo or something where it's just for two people and it's like 12.99 instead of the full price for a whole family um 
but huh, I really don't like the Spotify interface. I wish I could switch to something else, but for now, it's what I got. Um, and then I use two apps that are all about movies. I used Letterboxd uh, and Real Good. Letterboxd is kind of like um, a, a service where you can keep like a diary of the movies you watch and you can write little reviews for them if you want. I use that to, to keep track. I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna do it, Sarah. I'm gonna get to 100 movies this year. I'm already up to like 97. Oh, wow, Mike, you're almost there. When it happened, it's, it's more movies than I have watched like ever. And that's probably because of the, you know, there's been a lot of staying at home this year. <laughs> uh, but I like it, um, Letterboxd is great. Uh, and then Real Good is, uh, it's just an app that you can put in like any movie title and it will show you where you where you can stream it. So um, that's really useful when you hear about a movie and you want to see if it's on one of the streaming services. You just put it in there and you can keep a list of everything you want to see. And then it will alert you when something does become available on one of the services that you subscribe to. So that comes in really handy. And oh, and while we're talking about streaming. I'll give a special shout out to my favorite streaming service these days, which is the Stars Movie Channel. Um, I love it because it seems to be absolutely loaded with like cheesy 80s and 90s action and horror movies, which is like my favorite thing to watch. Uh, so they do a good job there. And if you can finagle it just right, sometimes you can get a, a sweet deal. Like right now, I, uh, I'm on like a six month. It's like two ninety nine a month for the first six months or something. So watch out for deals on stars and check it out. I think stars. that is it for me. That was interesting. I actually learned a lot. I'm interested in that RSS reader. RSS readers, yes. And and if you don't want to jump into like a paid one right away, there's plenty of free ones. I'd say the the most well known one is uh, Feedly. They have like a free version that is really good and. It's also probably like the most like slick and modern looking one. So if you just want to like dip your toe into the RSS thing, maybe start there and just try that out and see if you like it. They make it like super easy to like get set up with a bunch of the websites that you want to follow stuff from. Um, I highly recommend RSS. Thanks, Mike. Sure. Uh, all right. Who wants to go next? I'll go. All right. Okay, so my hardware list is also pretty practical. It's a little different than Mike's. Um, I wish I looked at this usesthis.com. I actually didn't see that in the rundown, but when you mentioned it, I went back and looked and I saw it. And this is really cool, and it's fun to see their um, like their job descriptions. So I kind of maybe would have tailored it more around that had I seen that first. Um, but it's a little momish, which is okay because I'm a mom first before anything. Um, <laughs> so the first thing that I am thankful for that I have spoken about several times on this podcast um, is my Google Pixel phone. I have a Google Pixel 3XL, which I love. I've had it about a year and a half now. Um, and I'm just absolutely in love with it still. Um, I still haven't run out of storage, which is great. Um, it's probably the first phone that I've ever spent more than like $200 on. Um, and I got it refurbished. So I think I spent like 400, maybe 450. 
it was a Prime Day deal last um, last July, and yeah, for being a refurbished phone, I've never had a problem with it. I got it from Amazon. The camera on it is amazing. It's the main reason I got it. It takes such professional looking pictures. I know people get like the newer Apples for it, um, but for an Android phone with an immense camera like this, Google Pixel is the way to go. Um, absolutely. Um, next, also what I always talk about, everybody knows my love for Alexa. Um, I don't really use her for what other people probably use her for. Honestly, the thing I use her for the most is to find my phone in the morning. I am so busy trying to get three kids ready for school and like ready for the day. And my alarm is going off every 10 minutes. And when I finally turn the alarm off, then I can't find my phone. So I'm like, hey, Alexa, find my phone. And then she calls it for me. And then I can find it. And, like, I use that seriously every single day. Um, it's also really convenient to just be like, oh, look, so what's the weather today? And then I can, like, help my kids pick out their clothes because I know if it's going to be hot or cold or raining or whatever. So without Alexa in the mornings, they would be really, really tough. Next is our Sensi Smart Thermostat. Um, we went with the Sensi. I got it on Facebook Marketplace new in the package um but i didn't really want to commit to like a 300 smart thermostat so i went with this one um because it's what i could find and i love it i love that i can control it through alexa i can control it through an app on my phone and i just love having a smart thermostat this one is just really basic um i don't think it has any like learning algorithms i know some of them kind of learn your routine like when you like it hotter or colder but like i'm like hot and then cold and hot and cold like i go through like hot flashes like a woman menopause menopause so <laughs> i just love that i can seriously adjust this without having to get up and go to the thermostat <laughs> and adjust it constantly so that makes my life easier and like mike i also have a really cheap laptop um i think it was a little more than 150 dollars I think it was like two, maybe two thirty. I also got it on Prime Day. It's an Acer Aspire. It's not a touchscreen, which makes life as a graphic design artist really hard using just the um, like mouse pad that comes with the laptop. And the storage isn't great on it. It wants to die constantly because I overload my computers until they die, and then I just buy new ones. Um, but it hasn't died on me yet, and it's it's getting me through COVID. It's getting me through the whole, like, quarantine, shutdown, whole 2020 nonsense. Um, so I got to give it props because it's kind of saving my life right now. And also, shout out to probably the most expensive thing I have bought myself all year, possibly last, I don't know, year and a half, two years I finally bought some Bluetooth over-the-head headphones. They're noise-canceling, they're beautiful, and they're also Bluetooth. Or you can plug them in, and I can either just put them on and not listen to anything, and I can just drown my kids out, or I can put on some soothing music and, like, actually get some work done. 
because I bought these. So these are the best purchase I have made all year, hands down. Uh, don't let that laptop uh, die, Marla. You can you can always try throwing some Linux on there. <laughs> Mike, someone came in and got a Linux for Dummies book. <laughs> That's right. That's right, folks. 2021. It could be That's the right. year. It'll be the year of Linux on the desktop. It might. It might. One day. As far as software goes, software kind of matches my lifestyle. Um, I have to thank YouTube for staying free and keeping my kids out of my hair. I don't know what kids love about YouTube and YouTube videos and what they love about watching other people play games and watching other kids open toys, but that's what they want to do. Fine. Go watch it. Also, Disney Plus for giving us Baby Yoda and a second season of Mandalorian. I use two cash back that I love and use all the time. First is Change Ed. Um, I've mentioned this one before. It's a Roundup app. Change Ed, it rounds up every purchase you make when you link your debit card or credit card or whatever you use. It rounds up every purchase to the next nearest dollar, and it puts the difference in a little piggy bank. Um, and Ibotta. Ibotta is a cash back rebate system. Um, so it works at stores like Walmart, Target, CVS, Walgreens, Meyer, just a ton of grocery stores and stuff. Um, and you get real cash back on grocery purchases. So we have four boys and two adults in the house. So wow. we go through, yeah. <laughs> so we go through groceries like crazy. So Ibotta helps me get a ton of cash back. Um, so I really love that app. I probably use that one the most. I have to give a shout out to the amazing Google Cloud system for handling my 10 Gmail accounts. <laughs> you really have um, uh, Well, if you include like library accounts and like other work accounts and then, yeah, like my kid has an account, like a, it's a family Gmail for his phone. Um, and then I have several, yeah. It's kind of a problem. Um, oh, I have like a, I have a personal one that I use for like, that's like the one the school has. And I use for like the dentist and the doctor and like stuff like that. It's like my mom account. And then I have like my professional account um, that I use for like my banking, my financials, a lot of work. And then I have an actual like work account that I use for all like my little side jobs with all my graphic design and stuff. So with those accounts comes all of the separate docs accounts and forms and slides and chats and spreadsheets accounts that come with them. Um, so without that cloud, like my mind would be a mess. This is why I needed your Todoist app. <laughs> so Special honorary mention to the Todoist app because it is helping me out so much and I'm not keeping everything in my brain um, and in my inbox, which Mike told me was really bad. It's still in my inbox, but it's also on Todoist, which is good. <laughs> um, and we just downloaded a new app today. Um, 
So we haven't had too much experience with it, but I think it's going to be really good. Um, I actually started the subscription, so the pro account for it, which is something I never do. Um, oh. Yeah, so I think it's really promising. It's called Rooster Money. I think it's British because it says things like Hoover the carpet and empty the bin. <laughs> and uh, it just says things. So I think it's a British app, but um, it's like a chore and allowance app for kids. Um, and they can set goals of things they want to buy or save up for. Um, and then you can set their chores and then they can go in and they can be like, okay, I did it. I did it. And like, then you, you can say like, this has to be done to get an allowance at the end of the week. But like, this is a bonus. And if you do this, you can get an extra like $2. So we set it up. So the whole week for my nine-year-old, all of his chores are done for the whole week. Well, I mean, like they're done in the app, like they're set up. And then we put in that if he cleans the dog poop up in the yard, he gets an extra $2 at the end of the week. So the fact that he can just go in on his phone and be like, oh, look, like this is what I have to do. And it sends him reminders. And then he can like click done and he can see his own progress. I think that it's really cool that it's like a family app and it goes to like everybody's phone. It's kind of its own cloud. So I think it's promising and fingers crossed it works because these kids are savages, man. Uh, that you're giving me such a flashback with this, Marla. I, I'm just taken back to like when I was a kid, we had like we had a list that was just, you know, with a magnet on the refrigerator and it had all of the different chores on it. And like I had to do the chores to earn an allowance. Yeah. I can, I'm just I'm just remembering that now. And it was like I it, it'd be like if you if I sweep the floor, I get 10 cents if I, <laughs> you know. It was like, it had like, it had all of these, there was like 20 items on there. And if it was like, it maxed out at like, if I did every single thing on there, like every day, it would, it would max out at like $15 a week or something. If I, if I did, but that means I would have to do everything on, on the list, like including like washing the car and stuff like right. that. So I never, I, I don't think I ever hit the, the max. I'd be like, oh, five bucks is good enough. Um, but wow, that's this is a, a a great modern spin on that. Yeah, we tried the whole list on the fridge, and then we put a dry erase board on his actual bedroom door. That didn't work. You know, these kids just have their face in technology, and it's it's bad. And like, I'm guilty of it. Um, but I'm hoping that this will help. Yeah. Well, thanks, Marla. That's a pretty good list. Thanks, Mike. Okay. I like the different, the different perspectives. The, like we've sort of got some different, a lot of different use cases going on here. I have a feeling that Sarah's going to hit us with a bunch of Apple stuff. Let's yeah. see. All right. So my hardware, the tech I'm thankful for is um, I don't know if uh, our listeners out there are following along, but I finally made the splurge and I bought that Roku. And let me tell you, it's been great. The the headphones feature. Oh my God, <laughs> life saving. The headphones. Um, the headphones. Yes, the headphones. The headphones go into the remote. I and you can carry the remote around in your pocket, and you're basically like listening from the laundry room, from the bathroom. It's great. I oh my God. yeah, I listen to my TV with headphones on now more than I do without. 
But for when I want a wire-free option, I'm also really thankful for my AirPods, um, which are noise-canceling. They're the best. It's been loud in this house with a bunch of people living uh, and stuck in tight quarters. So I often need noise canceling headphones especially at like seven in the morning when my dad's on his work calls and he's like screaming at somebody yeah so noise canceling headphones for the win um I totally agree with you Marla you sometimes you need to drown out your family (laughs) for a more utilitarian option um I just got this electric candle lighter it's a the coolest thing ever because I've been using just like regular like Bic lighters and they suck but this thing like is chargeable and um gives you all the convenience of those like grill lighters that are really long because you're far away from the thing you're lighting without the finickiness of like the gas and the fire because it's just like a little electric current that lights the candle um that's something I've been enjoying recently uh the computer that I use is an iMac which I know I know such an Apple person, but I got it, um, I bought it for myself, like, two, three years ago, and it's an absolute powerhouse, like, processing, uh, power, like, none other, I can be on this call, or, uh, editing a video, processing the video, I I can have a million tabs up, and it's never any slower than it always is, um, it's great. Well, it better be, I don't want to even know how much it costs there, it'll give me, like, heart palpitations. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of money. I'm not going to lie. It was a lot of money, but I saved up my pennies and my nickels from the library, and I, uh, it was one, I really needed it for school because I had a situation where I was without a laptop when I was in college for, like, three months, and I never wanted that to happen again. So even though I don't, I didn't have a laptop to take to school, I wanted something reliable at home. Um, and this has been an absolute powerhouse, like the most reliable computer I've ever had. Um, another thing I'm thankful for is my Fitbit Ultra 2. I think uh, I'm really thankful to have a fitness tracker and something to help keep me accountable on my fitness journey um, to help remind you to get those steps in, to to get some movement in every hour, to maybe take the stairs instead of the elevator. Um, yeah, so... Have you considered uh, just using Google Maps as your fitness tracker like I do? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm not going on hikes or like long walks outside. It's mostly since quarantine, I've been doing a lot of at home like video workouts on YouTube. Um, So Google Maps would not help me with that, Mike. (laughs) All right. That's fair. I have a 10 foot long iPhone charger because I have an iPhone. And that is the best thing in the world. I mean, I don't know if it counts as hardware, but if you don't have a charger for your phone that's longer than three feet, you're fooling yourself. It is the best thing to be able to, like, turn over in bed or turn to the other side of the bed while still charging my phone. Like, I've never known luxury like that before. (laughs) I have a Bluetooth speaker as well that I I really enjoy that I use a lot, especially when I'm in the shower or listening to an audiobook or something. It's not any fancy brand. I I don't I couldn't even tell you. It's like a Kuntz Unts something. I got it on Amazon a couple years ago. 
but it's reliable. It's really loud. It has a long range. So my phone can be pretty far away from it or whatever device I'm playing off of. It's waterproof. So yeah, singing in the shower really helps out. Uh, yeah, it's great. I think, uh, as a younger person, cause you know, grandma and grandpa have been taking over the podcast, but as a younger person, uh <laughs> speakers are so important especially and this segues right really nicely into my next um item here especially when you can connect them with led strip lights and have the whole like moment synced up i've got some led strip lights in my room that um can connect to the speaker and it's just like Oh, I, I'm in a nightclub every night and except without the like noise and the crowds and the people. It's great. It sets a vibe like none other. And I am so thankful oh, for that. What, what are you, Sarah? Are you like a YouTube personality? Are you, are you gonna tell us to like and subscribe? Oh, whatever, Mike. It's just <laughs> for a vibe, man. Sometimes I like to have a after the sun goes down. I mean, I'm definitely the main character of my block because you can tell that I'm having like a dance party down here from the, from outside because it's like glowing neon green and red. Um, so that's all I have for my hardware for my software. Uh, I've been using iMovie a lot because I've been editing videos um, and I enjoy it. Uh, it's really user-friendly, really easy to get a handle on. I, I struggled with it at first, but honestly, after like one or two YouTube tutorials, I feel like I could edit a, an entire movie. It's really easy to use. Um, I also use a notes and word processing app called Ulysses alongside with it to help keep things organized. That is wonderful. If you were looking for um, a notes app that's more word processing based, that allows you to edit without too much fuss. Um, Ulysses is a great option. I've heard um, about this. I've heard that it's really good, but I think it's it's only like Mac. It's like Mac and, and iOS only. Am I right about that? Oh, I don't. I didn't know that. I mean, I wouldn't know because I have no Android devices. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that it's really good though. It is really good. So all my iPhone users out there, I think it's a great option. I spend most of my like tech internet technology time on kindle and using several kindle services including uh especially kindle cloud reader you'll catch me on kindle cloud reader almost anytime i'm at a desktop or at a computer because i like to have something to read and i think it's really great i have the kindle app on my phone on my tablet it's i have it with me all the time but recently i've gotten into kindle unlimited which is like a subscription service that's not very expensive, especially if you already have Prime. It's like a dollar more or something like that. Um, and you have access to a special library of eBooks for totally free. And I've read so many of my favorite books this year from Kindle Unlimited. It's I think it's a great service if you're a really voracious reader like me and you want to save some money from from buying eBooks because they can be pretty expensive sometimes. Uh, in that same vein, I use Libby a lot, which is a library app that you can use to download ebooks from your library. I'm always looking for a way to get more reading in, in my tech time. So uh, I use Kindle Limited and Libby most often. 
other apps that I use are uh, TikTok, which I've been like down a TikTok rabbit hole recently again since I've been quarantined for the last two weeks and all I've done is read books and scroll TikTok, honestly. TikTok is, I've, I've been on like mental health TikTok and body positivity TikTok and it's been so, on like you wouldn't think so, but it's been so enriching that um, it's more than just like, you know, little kids dancing <laughs> or like teenagers dancing. There's a, there's a lot of great information and a lot of great resources on TikTok. TikTok yeah. Still the hottest thing on the streets for like what seems like forever now. I, I I go on and off of TikTok honestly. I like don't know. I I get sick of it and then I think it's taking up too much of my time, so I delete the app and then I re-download it. But it's great. <laughs> it's a good one. Um. <laughs> and to top it off, I want to talk about one more software. MD Live is an app where or a website where I uh. I used to get therapy to connect with uh, medical professionals remotely, and it is really great, really affordable. We'll work with any health plan that you have, or you can um, pay for their service, which is about $60 a month, which is expensive, but you get unlimited access to medical professionals. So uh, yeah, I, I've been using that recently, and I've been really enjoying it. This is, these were some very good lists with a lot of a lot of variation. I think um, some, some good tips in there. So a lot of stuff to check out. Um, I appreciate you guys uh, going through uh, this little tour of everything we use. Um, it's a lot of fun. Thanks, Mike. You got to go. Yeah. Um, All right. Have a good one. Right. You too, Sarah. Bye-bye. Okay. I'll go with the Maker Space Minute. Well, I've been doing some patron requests lately in the makerspace, so that's giving me a lot of practice on things like the Cricut machine and the Glowforge laser engraver. Um, so I'm really thankful for stuff like that. Um, you know, other people's ideas, not just my own ideas, because um, it challenges me a little bit. So that's cool. Um, this week, I am playing with something called the laser pecker, um, and I'm going to be focusing on small gifts that I can engrave because it's a it's an engraver um so I'm going to focus on things that that I don't have to use the Glowforge for I'm hoping a flask can be engraved with a laser pecker because uh I need to start using mine with everything going on around here <laughs> oh yes unfortunately so <laughs> uh, well it's always it sounds like a good time uh, happening in the makerspace. Yeah, and Can then I we had to postpone it a week um, because I was having technical difficulties. So it'll be Monday the 23rd. It was supposed to be the 16th, but it didn't happen. So I will be posting it next Monday the 23rd. All right. Well, we will be looking for that. Thanks, Mike. And with that, I think we can end on that note. We will have at least one more episode uh, before the end of the year. So stay tuned. I think the next one's going to be a, a fun one as well. And uh, you got any uh, uh, final words for us, Marla? Uh, wear your mask, wash your hands, and stay the heck at home. Thank <laughs> you.
<laughs> words of wisdom, Marla. Words of wisdom. And uh, and remember, folks. I, I I really should have prepared something. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this last night. I was like, I need to have a phrase. And then I don't know. I got distracted. <laughs> I never came back to it, and I'm regretting it now. Um, uh, remember, folks, I got nothing, Marlon. <laughs> I got nothing. Oh, I gotta do better at this. That, that, Usually, you're awesome. I can't even think <laughs> of anything. I was. I used to be. I used to really pride myself on it, but I'm slipping. Slipping in my old age. 